welcome back to another episode of the Binge Eating Dietitian podcast. Thank you for being here. My name is Jo. I am a registered dietitian and I'm here to smash the taboo of binge eating. And how cool, I have been here for 50 episodes now. So if you've listened to every single episode, thank you. I appreciate you more than you know. But if you're new to the podcast and you haven't had a chance to listen to the backlog of episodes, that's okay too. I've created them in a, in a way that you don't have to listen to one after the other. You can just dip in and dip out and choose titles that feel really relevant to you. So if you've been here for a long time, thank you, thank you. And if you are new here, you are very welcome. Today, I am going to be marking this 50th episode by filling you in on what are the most common barriers to overcoming binge eating that I come across. So this is from talking to you guys. This is from working with clients. This is from my years of experience in doing this work. You tend to see the same barriers come up again and again. And I thought it would be really useful for you guys to know about them. Because if you know what the most common barriers are, then you can put steps in place to make sure that they're not such a factor for you in your binge eating recovery. If you find today's episode helpful, why not let me know? I love when you guys drop me messages on Instagram or emails. So feel free to email me joe at antidietanswers.com. Before I get into the episode, just my usual disclaimer, please don't take healthcare advice from this podcast. It is just for educational and informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individualized advice from your doctor, your nurse, or your dietitian. And speaking of which, if you would like to work together with me as your personal dietitian, then I do take clients for one-to-one coaching support. And my focus is to help you stop binge eating. That's all we work towards. Um, So if you are ready for that, then check out, there's a link in the show notes where you can book a free 15 minute, no obligation introduction. Podcasts are brilliant. I really enjoy doing them, but there really is no substitute for individualized support. So if you feel ready for that, reach out. All right, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Three of the most common barriers that I come across in people working towards binge eating recovery. The first barrier, and you're not going to be one bit surprised about this, the first barrier is that you can't let go of the desire to lose weight. Is that you? Something tells me it probably is on some level. When overcoming binge eating, I always recommend that as much as you possibly can, you put the desire to lose weight over to one side. As much as possible, you don't focus on it. You don't try to put any more energy into it. You just push it back, push it to one side. I'm not saying that you need to let go of the desire altogether. I think that's really difficult. But I ask you to just put it to one side. And why do I do that? Because trying to stop binge eating at the same time as trying to lose weight can really wreck your head. Because the advice that that you get for one, so the advice that you get for trying to overcome binge eating, often contradicts the same advice that you would get if you're trying to lose weight. So you know my mantra by now, I'm really 
keen on promoting food neutrality. So letting go of the idea of good and bad foods. And if you are trying to lose weight, it can be really difficult to do that because you're battling with yourself all the time saying, Joe told me I can eat all these foods and I don't have to berate myself. I don't have to put myself down, but I'm supposed to be losing weight now. And oh, it just gets all too messy. Back in episode 47, so just a few episodes ago, I covered this topic in more detail. And I just want to empathize with you. It is not your fault that you are finding it difficult to put weight loss to one side. You've probably been trying to lose weight for years and years. And sometimes people are trying to lose weight their entire lives without actually ever losing any. So I just want to empathize. I know this is not your fault. But I promise you, if you can just put a pin in wanting to lose weight, it will really benefit your binge eating recovery. And remember, I am not going to stop you from trying to lose weight in the future. Nobody's going to try to stop you. You are the expert of you. You get to decide if you want to try and lose weight again. That is in your power. It's in your control. All that I'm suggesting is that you make the active decision to prioritize binge eating recovery for a little while at least. Let's give it a chance to see how it goes and you can always return to wanting to lose weight again in the future if that's what you want. So check out episode 47 if you haven't already. I'll link it in the show notes. The second common barrier for overcoming binge eating is continuing to be obsessed with the idea of having to achieve good nutrition. So being obsessed with eating healthily, following clean eating, not wanting to expand your repertoire of safe foods to include foods that you really like because you're afraid that they're not healthy enough. I know that you could probably do my job. You probably know more about food and nutrition and dietetics than I do. And that's okay. When you are interested in nutrition, it's normal, it's good to read up on these things and to accumulate all this information. The thing is, though, I do believe that too much information can be a bad thing and it can really become an obsession to always want to eat healthily. The thing is, though, something is going amiss because you are struggling with binge eating, right? So even though you really value good nutrition and you're always striving to have a really healthy diet, something is going wrong because you wouldn't be binge eating if everything was going okay. When overcoming binge eating, it's really important that you're able to expand what the idea of good nutrition actually is. There is not one perfect way of eating. There is not one diet or one style of eating that is going to suit everybody. Having good nutrition is a really arbitrary term. I don't even know what that actually means because good nutrition is different for everybody. I'd like for you to take a step back and just take stock of what your normal daily intake is like. If you are eating a pretty good variety of foods, so you're not eating the exact same thing every single day, or you have good variety 
during the day of the foods that you're eating, then you're probably doing okay. To take it to a next level, if you look at the main food groups, so you know this, carbohydrate, fat, protein, fruit and veg, and then all of the snack foods, so all the nice, tasty, additional things. If you are eating foods from all of those food groups, or most of them, then I bet that you are doing okay. There's this misconception that in order to have good nutrition, you have to be wholesome. You have to only eat organic or only eat raw or only eat vegan or vegetarian and anything that doesn't meet those criteria must not be healthy. It's never healthy to eat out of a packet or eat a ready meal or eat something that wasn't all homemade like a pasta sauce from a jar. There's this misconception that all of those foods are not healthy and that they're bad for you. That is just simply not true. All of those foods are nutritious. They all contain nutrition and I'm incredibly grateful for them because you may not be in a position where you can cook only homemade meals using only organic produce. And for you, I am so thankful that things like ready meals exist, because if it wasn't for ready meals, then you wouldn't get the nutrition that you need to live your daily life. When overcoming binge eating, I ask you to just widen your view of what good nutrition actually is. If you are able to eat three meals a day and one of them is a hot meal and you get a pretty wide variety of foods in those meals, you're doing better than most. It's okay to be interested, but try to let go of this obsession with good nutrition. Common barrier to overcoming binge eating number three is you can't let go of old diet rules. I work with some people who have been following a diet plan for years. This might be slimming clubs where you go to a group program, or it could be that you use your tracking app on your phone and you've done that for years and years. When you are following different diets and you do so for a prolonged period of time, it is normal that the rules of those diets stick in your head. And to think of any alternative to those rules is really, really difficult. It can seem so alien to you to eat more than one slice of bread a day when one of the main rules from your swimming club was that you can only eat one portion of bread in a day and any more than that is excessive and it's going to cause weight gain. Or if you've been so used to weighing out all of your food and tracking it all on MyFitnessPal, then how can you imagine a life where it's not dictated by your weighing scales or the app? How can you just eyeball an estimated portion of what you think that you would like to eat? No, you have been so used to putting so much faith in your app um, that you forget how to do those things. And again, if I'm speaking to you right now and this is striking a nerve, just know that it's okay. It really is okay. You cannot be blamed for this. You have been following this diet or using these apps or whatever for such a long time that it's just gotten so ingrained in your mind. It's become really entrenched and 
the longer you do a behavior for, the harder it is to break out of it. There is no set way to get over this or to leave these old diet rules in the past. Sometimes, unfortunately, it does just take time. It takes time to break down all those old diet rules and build up new healthier habits that are more in line with having a better relationship with food. Something that might help to speed up this process, though, is, again, just take a step back. You know I'm all about getting perspective and just seeing how sometimes insane these rules can be. Where did it come from that you cannot eat more than one portion of bread a day? Where did you learn that? This rule was likely created by some diet club, um, by somebody who you've never even met before, and they don't know what your preferences are. They don't know anything about you. Or if you're used to tracking a certain number of calories in the day, why that number of calories? Why did you choose that number? We know that our calorie needs change every single day and it's really hard to accurately estimate what your calorie needs should be. So I invite you to just think about where did these food rules come from? Do they have any logical rationale? Look at somebody in your life who you think is a real intuitive eater, somebody who is able to eat when they're hungry, stop when they're full, not pay too much attention to what and when they're eating. Look at that person. Do you think that person worries if they've eaten more than one slice of bread in a day? Do you think that they give themselves a hard time if they go over their allocated calorie allowance? No, I bet that they don't. Start to notice that these diet rules are often just invented by some diet company and have no real backing. Please don't let them rule your life anymore. All right, so let's run through those again. The first most common barrier is that you just can't let go of that desire to want to lose weight. And it's okay, don't feel bad about that. That is just the way our society works. It's the way that we have been molded to always be seeking weight loss, always looking to be thinner. The second most common barrier is that you are quite obsessed with having good nutrition and that you always want to be really healthy, only eat in a certain way. And the third most common barrier is that you can't let go of the old diet food rules. And again, it's okay. You've done it for such a long time. It's normal that you can't just let go of it overnight. These things do take time and it takes time of you constantly chipping away at the old habit, constantly telling yourself that these diet rules don't serve you. They don't help you. They're created by some diet company, someone that you have never even met before. So please don't let them rule your life anymore. All right, I am going to leave you there. Thank you again for joining me for this 50th episode. Thank you for being here. If you enjoyed it, I would love if you could come by and let me know. Either drop me a DM on Instagram or send me an email or leave me a rating and a review on iTunes. That would really mean the world to me. Just helps to get the podcast out to more people.
Remember, if you would like to work together on a one-to-one basis, there is a link in the show notes where you can book a free 15-minute, no-obligation introduction. All right, I will see you in the next episode, but until then, take care of yourself. Mm -hmm.